0: Hey there, and welcome back to the Hardly Late Show. I can't believe we made it to the third episode. Commitment in my creative projects? I barely recognize myself. Like, who is this man in the mirror? Like, there's a stranger in my house and I'm trying to figure out. But seriously, your support means a lot to me. And knowing that at least one person in this world is listening is incredibly encouraging so I can't say thank you enough, but I'll try. Thank you. All right, let's get on with the actual show. So all the way back in the first episode, I mentioned at one point that I worked multiple jobs at the same time in order to make ends meet. In fact, it was deciding to leave my most recent part-time job that spurred me into creating this show. And I really wanted to dig into that this episode. So why on earth would Chandler almost work himself to death in order to achieve material security. Quite simply, I was stuck in survival mode. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Gotta get a little narrative going here. So I will say that I did not have the most stable of upbringings. My parents were separated, I moved around a lot, in and out of poverty, the whole shebang. And yes, my parents were responsible for many of these disruptions, but like I've expressed before, We all make the best decisions we can with the knowledge and resources we have at the time, and for that, we all deserve compassion. But despite my upbringing, I feel like I was a fairly happy kid and had a decent childhood. Like all children, we're just kind of along for the ride. But there was this looming anxiety that things weren't going to last, no matter how good things were going, so it was best to not get too comfortable. Naturally, I had no way of understanding how much of this instability I was internalizing, nor how it would manifest in my adult life. Until now. I think my first brush with survival mode as an adult was right after graduating college. The year was 2012, and I was a part of the unfortunate population of recent grads to not score a job in my field right after graduating. This was due to many factors, but mostly poor planning, not applying to enough jobs, and not knowing how to network properly. So any college students listening, or anyone for that matter, network your butt off. Yes, it seems kind of cringe on the surface, but networking can save your life. It can save your career, and most importantly, pay your bills, so don't knock it. I'm getting a little distracted here. Um, So I pretty much panicked all the way through spring term and through my summer job at college, with no job prospects at the end of it all. Of course, fears of being broke and homeless crept into my mind. So I made the best decision I could with the knowledge and resources I had at the time, and I decided to move back home with my family. This was embarrassing and demoralizing for obvious reasons, but in hindsight, that was just pride and ego. I think I made a very practical decision, which allowed me to save money by not having to pay rent. And in my mind, This was only a temporary situation, as I would be applying to jobs in my field the whole time. I just needed that big break. Uh, Quick spoiler, I actually didn't get a job in my field until four years after graduating. I know, I I know, yeah, okay. But um, this unspoken expectation was that I would go to this fancy four-year college, get my degree, get a big-boy, high-salary, full-time job, and be set for life. When, I, when that didn't happen, I had this huge feeling of lack and inadequacy by not being able to use my degree and work in my field or make the money that I wanted to make. I think this is when survival mode started loading, essentially. I was in this transitional state with no guarantee of the outcome I wanted, and it had me feeling super unstable and insecure. So instead of a cushy job, I had to take what I could get. And what I got was a part-time job at a popular national pharmacy chain. You can take your pick. And you know what? I liked that job. It was my first job job, and I learned a lot from it, as harrowing as it was at times. But in the back of my mind, I would always feel disappointment and anxiety about not working in my field. Many of my peers were getting great jobs in their field or furthered their education, and I felt left behind. And this constant comparison brought me a lot of misery. And you know what? It's convenient to point at my childhood as a source of these behaviors but a lot of conditioning also comes from society. This pressure to always be productive, that time is money, or if you're not at this life stage, career level, or net worth by X age, something is wrong with you. And I was in such a hurry to enter the rat race because of this. After about two years of living at home, I decided I wanted more independence. So I moved out. I moved across town to a really cool apartment with a friend from college and his other roommates. I was actually offered this spot a year previously, but I was concerned about my finances, and I didn't know if I'd be able to keep up with rent. But at this time, I had moved on from the pharmacy job and got a full-time-ish gig at a comic book store, honestly one of the best jobs I've ever had. So you know, I was feeling my oats, and a lot more secure financially, so I went for it. And you know what? It was a blast. Until it wasn't. Towards the end of the year, I went way over budget and ended up falling behind in rent. The fears I had the year prior actually came true. Survival mode activated. What was I gonna do? I couldn't tell my roommates because I didn't want them to worry. I couldn't swallow my pride and move back home, even if that was the safe option. And it was too soon to ask for a raise at my job. And next month's rent was getting closer and closer. So in a panic, I did the only thing i could think of i sold a bunch of my valuables and that was really heartbreaking at the time especially since i worked so hard and saved up to get them in the first place sure i could have borrowed money or tried a different strategy to pay my rent but that's the thing about survival mode it puts these blinders on you and it's hard to see how many options you actually have i created this horror scenario in my head where everything was falling apart and the world was ending, but had I just taken a step back and even leaned on others for support, things might've worked out just fine. But pride and ego got in the way, and I can also see some perfectionism in play now that I'm older. I had to act like nothing was wrong to everyone in my life so they wouldn't worry, doubt, or criticize me. And like I said in the second episode, how helpful is perfectionism if it's only gonna result in self-sabotage? And self-sabotage, I did. But hey, I got my rent paid, and now I had another month to figure something out. So I decided that if my regular job couldn't pay me enough, I'd have to get a part-time job to supplement my income. I could never allow myself to fall behind in rent again. More perfectionism. I know, it's, it's gross. So I hit the job sites. I was on Craigslist like every day. I eventually landed a part-time gig as a doorman slash bouncer at a bar slash restaurant. And I raised a lot of eyebrows when I told people about this job because I'm known as a mild mannered and polite individual in my personal life. But you know what? It actually worked out really well too well, even remember my first job was at that pharmacy and a big part of that job, it was customer service and conflict resolution, which is like the whole point of bouncing. So let's hear it for transferable skills, but yeah, with that job, I was finally able to pay rent on time again. And I started to stabilize financially. sounds like a happy ending, right? Well, not really. This is actually one part of a multi-year saga. While this part-time job did provide me with the security I needed. It basically made my survival mode worse in the long run. I now believed that one job would never be enough. And after such a close call with rent, and after losing my precious valuables, how could I ever go back to living like that? So for the next six to seven years, I basically never worked a singular job. It was always a juggling or a combination of multiple. But I don't want to keep you too long for this episode, so if you stick around for the next one, I'll go over that six to seven year period. So stay tuned for the next installment of Deactivating Survival Mode. And once again, thank you so much for visiting my little corner of the internet. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. How have you dealt with survival mode? Are you currently within it? And for those who have made it out, what breakthroughs, lessons, or strategies have you discovered that you can share with the rest of us? You can email me at hardlylateshow@gmail.com. at No pressure, no rush. It's always a good time. You're hardly late. Bye for now.